0: Welcome to Florida Matters More, the podcast for Florida Matters, WUSF public media show about the issues and events that Floridians care about. I'm Robin Sessingham, host of Florida Matters. You can hear Florida Matters Tuesday evenings at 6.30 and Sunday mornings at 7.30 on WUSF 89.7 or streaming on WUSF.org. You can also hear it Mondays at 10 p.m., on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. This week on Florida Matters, I spoke with Rick Kreisman, newly elected for his second term as the mayor of St. Petersburg. And for our podcast, I asked him about what makes up St. Pete's special vibe. I also asked him what he thinks state lawmakers are up to with their push to preempt local home rule.
1: Have you ever heard of the organization ALEC? A-L-E-C. It was it's supposedly is a nonpartisan organization. it's not. It is a part and parcel of the Republican Party. Yeah, uh, and nationwide, they have pushed legislation, and right now, um, they are pushing preemptions all around, the sta- all around the country. It's happening. This is not just a Florida effort. And a lot of the policies, some of these policies that we don't like are being pushed by ALEC. It is...
0: And if you had more Republican mayors, maybe it wouldn't be such a big
1: well, issue. Well, if you cannot uh, unelect Repo- uh, Democratic mayors, how else do you push your policy through yeah. then by taking... Yeah, that's,
0: that, that's the, a very th- interesting. And that's
1: exactly what's happening. Because if you look at mayor races around the country, you'll see the Republican Party is gotten more involved in trying to unelect Democratic mayors. And if they cannot successfully unelect them, then the, the only other thing they can do is take away their authority to enact policies that they don't like, whether it's wage theft policies or living wages or policies that address climate.
0: What's your favorite thing about St. Petersburg?
1: <laughs> wow, that's... that's uh, there's not. It's hard to say one one singular favorite thing. <clears throat> I think what some of the things I love about this community um, is I've been to a lot of other cities as as you know a visitor, and typically what I see, and I've said this before, is people walking around with the names of that city on their shirt, and it's visitors. It's not the people who live there. Uh, in St. Pete, it's the people who live here that wear shirts that, that talk about how much they love St. Pete. Really? The people of this community yeah. really are passionate about this city. They love this city. And you don't see that in every city that you go to. And I think that's really cool. What
0: makes it <clears throat> so? What gives it that character that people think it's special? Well,
1: I think it, there is a, a real character to the city. I mean, first off, arts and culture are in our DNA. Um, I think it's it's such a part of who this city is. And I think... The city is very proud of the fact that we are a very artistic, cultural community that is very welcoming and inclusive. You, you know. have
0: some new museums going up soon?
1: Oh, we do. I'm um, very excited. I mean, the Imagine Glass Art Museum just opened. Of course, the Tom James and the James Museum of Wildlife and uh, Southwestern Art is going to be opening this year. And then uh, the American Arts and Crafts Museum will be opening, I think, early 2019. You know, these—that is, is
0: a lot of museums. It's a big a deal,
1: and then you know, add to that the fact that we have, you know, the largest collection of Salvador Dali's work outside of Spain, and we—we, we, I believe, were the first permanent collection home uh, for Dale Chihuly's work. Uh, you know, I, I know he has a huge presence in Seattle, but I think we had the first permanent collection here in St. Pete. Um,
0: I think it helps that you're not too far from Sarasota, also. So, kind well, of makes a kind of a cultural corridor. Yeah,
1: everywhere. it does. I mean, Sarasota obviously is is a very cultural community too. It's not St. Pete, but it's a nice it's a nice city. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sarasota. I Don't mean to diss you there. Uh, but um, you know, the, the the other thing that I hear uh, people t- that visit here talk about that attracts them to keep coming back. A couple things. One, we have an incredible park system here in St. Pete. Wonderful parks, great rec programs, and this amazing waterfront park system. Some
0: of that waterfront property was set aside, saved from condos and set aside for parks.
1: And, you know, that really differentiates us from so many other communities, and it's something that visitors talk a lot about. They talk a lot about the people, again, and how friendly people are here and how nice People in this community are, um, and then the the other thing they talk about is um, how you can walk down streets here in St. Pete, whether it's Central Avenue or Beach Drive or Twenty uh, Second Street South uh, or MLK, um, and, and go into a restaurant or a little gallery or a store and a shop, and you're walking into a place that doesn't exist anywhere else in any other city and how many of those locally owned stores and galleries and restaurants that we have here. Um, And a lot of people tell me they come here because of that. They like the fact that there aren't the same stores that you would see in a Austin or Charlotte or a Asheville or Boston or Atlanta. Um, You only see them in St. Pete. And, you know, it's what makes us different uh, and quite frankly, it's the biggest, it's one of the challenges that we face as we continue to grow that we do so in a way uh, where we don't lose that character.
0: Yeah. Is that the biggest challenge that you see to St. Petersburg is the growth right now? Because um, it's great that your property values are, are you know, it's getting much more expensive to live here, but that's yeah. also a problem.
1: It is. It's a it's a, it's a Interestingly, um, and again, you know, this one of the reasons I love going to the U.S. Conference of Mayors is it's an opportunity to talk to other mayors about what's going on in their cities, learn best practices from them, uh, get ideas from them that I can then, as we say, steal and bring back to our communities. And so, affordable housing preserving the character and retaining your small businesses. These are challenges that cities all over this country right now are facing because cities are once again becoming, and downtowns are becoming a place that are very desirable, that uh, people are moving back out of the suburbs into cities again. Um, And so as someone who believes I'm very pro-growth, I believe that if you're not growing as a city, you are stagnating or dying. We have to continue to grow, but we have to do it smart. Um, And we have to do it in a way that continues to preserve our character and uh, allows us to remain affordable. And so, yeah, it is a big challenge. Yeah, that's the challenge. That that we are facing on both the residential side and on the commercial Mm -hmm. side. Um, Because, you know, we all hear about, you know, uh, the cost of buying a house. But equally important is for that small business, what are they paying in rent and are their rents being doubled and tripled to where they're being priced out? And are, is that
0: what you're seeing happening? And right that now? is
1: in some areas starting to happen a little bit. And so we are looking at policies that we can potentially put in place um, that will help address those concerns. Um, I've got some mayors that I talked to last week at the at the US Conference who i have asked them to send me some of their ordinances after hearing from them as to how they're addressing them. So I can take a look at their ordinances and say, you know, with this work here in St. Pete, are there pieces of their ordinance that I'd I'd like to try and take and uh, put into a new piece of legislation here in the city, a new ordinance that would help us address this affordability issue.
0: You are a seasoned politician. You've held a number of offices. Why mayor? Why do you want to be mayor?
1: This is, without question, uh, the best job um, that I've ever had. And interestingly, before I decided to run for mayor, I spoke with another of, a number of other mayors and said, you know, tell me what your experience is like. And every single one of them said it's the best job they've ever had. And the reason I think that mayors love their jobs so much, love being mayor, is because you, in this job, you can really have an impact on improving your community. And making your community better, and like you, and 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 I've served in the role of a council member. I've served in state government, um, and in no other position did I have the opportunity to have as direct an impact on improving my community as I can in this job as mayor. Uh, and you know, you I'm, see I see
0: the people that you're serving. You too, do every day, they and know. they
1: they see you, and they come up to you. Uh, And you get to hear from them. And that's great. I mean, one of the things that I've done, and I did it when I was campaigning five years ago, and I've continued to do it, is something I call my small business tour, where I go out and I I walk into small businesses all around the city. I do it for two reasons. One is I want to thank them, because they could have located their business somewhere else in another city, and they chose St. Pete. But two is I want to know, what am I doing as a city to make it difficult for them to be successful of anything? Am I putting any impediments in their way? And if so, I, w- I want to try and fix that because I want them to be successful. Um, because again, as these businesses are successful, our city is successful. And so those are things that I can do in this job as mayor. And that's that's a way that I can have a direct impact and really change the lives of the people in this community. Um, and it's wonderful being able to do that and seeing you know, how you can have a positive impact on your community.
0: What would you have done if you hadn't won the election? What were you going to do?
1: Well, you know, I I practiced law for 27 years before I became uh, mayor and probably would have gone back to practicing law again. It's another way that, you know, you can have an impact and and hopefully help someone as a lawyer. Um, You know, it's a a, a wonderful profession, uh, and I enjoyed that job when I did it. Uh, this is a different job and has different uh, you know personal rewards from the impacts that you can have.
0: I live uh, m- more than an hour away from St. Petersburg, and whenever I would come to visit the city, I loved walking around the pier. <laughs> we missed the pier. What, give us a quick update on on what's going on with yeah, that. i'm
1: I'm so excited for this pier and I I, I, I I am absolutely confident that when we cut the ribbon on this pier, In early 2019. Uh, This community in St. Pete and outside our community, I think they're gonna be blown away by this new pier and the whole pier district. Um, You know, there's gonna be amenities that are there that never existed before. You know, there's always been a a restaurant or two, and and we're gonna have great restaurants there again. I'm, I'm very excited about Doc Ford's coming. There'll be something on the pier head itself and in the pavilion area, a place you'll be able to get food. But it's gonna be more accessible. Uh, to the public um, and to this community in particular. And it's going to be something, I think, that's more family-friendly and a place that not just tourists want to go, but locals want to go too. You know, I, I think the problem with the old pier was the only time that as a resident you went there is if you had somebody visiting and you took them there. <laughs> what we want and what we That we're, would be me. Can yeah, and what we're my expectations are is <laughs> that it's going to be a place you're going to want to, as a local, you're going to want to hang out. Uh, for, for kids, you know, this and adults alike, there's gonna be this great splash pad. Um, that I think people are going to really enjoy. That? Oh, um, is that
0: where the water comes the water out? The water comes park? out, yeah. yeah. So um, it's a great place to take little kids. It's going to be a great yeah. place
1: to take little kids, but I've seen adults and, and teenagers running around in, in splash pads, especially on hot days, and we we, we have a few of those here.
0: Will the, will the Columbia be back in this?
1: It does not look like it, and I say that because it, it, as of now, um, Mr. Gonsmart has not expressed an interest in coming back to the pier. Mm. Uh, We certainly would welcome, if he has an interest, him reaching out to us um, because we've already selected the Uplands restaurant. We have not made a selection for the one that would be on the pier head itself, and so that opportunity still exists. Um, But I think we are going to have a great product out there. Um, It's going to be one of the prettiest and uh, most—the best views in all of St. Pete— uh, from the rooftop and for the event space and restaurant that'll be in the pier to look back on our city in the evening and be able to see this gorgeous downtown that's all lit up at night. Um, We're going to have a a playground out there that's going to be unlike any that the city has has anywhere in our city right now. Again, a great place for kids to come out. There'll be an open air market out there, paddleboard and kayak rentals that'll be out there. Um, you know, this wonderful walkway. Uh, We're going to have a tram that will take you from uh, the beginning of the pier district all the way out to the pier head. I I have a feeling people are going to just be riding it because of the view and just enjoying the ride. So
0: you think it's going to open on time? You said the beginning of 2019. Yeah, right
1: now we're on schedule. You know, it's hard to know if, you know, the weather or or things beyond our control are going to impact us. But as of now, it's on time and it's on budget. Uh, so we're real excited about that. And, uh, again, I, I think people are going to be really blown away. And it adds, uh, there's going to be a lot of green space, so it's really going to add to our downf- downtown waterfront park system. You know, people talked about you've got to have something iconic. Well, you know, to be iconic doesn't necessarily have to be a structure, In in our case, I think the uh, the most iconic feature of the city is our downtown waterfront park system. And this is going to add to that.
0: Well, thank you very much, Mayor Rick Kreisman. My pleasure. Thanks
1: for having me on the show.
0: That's it for today. Thanks for joining us. Listen to Florida Matters, Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m., Sunday mornings at 7.30 on WUSF 89.7, And you can always find it online at WUSF.org. I'm Robin Sussingham. Come back next week for another episode of Florida Matters More. And subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher.